Hello and welcome to episode 35 of the Screenplay Writers Podcast. We are the Screenplay Writers. Hello again and welcome to episode 35 of the Screenplay Writers Podcast, the only podcast in existence by, for, and about screenplay writers. Great to be here with you again, my friend, listener. We are uh, screenplay writers. I'm Ryan. My name is Nathan. And we have written dozens and dozens of screenplays. Um, we've read just dozens, times dozens of screenplays. Yep. Always uh, read more than you write. Multiplication there, yeah. And so we just like to share what we've learned and what we know and what we're trying to learn. There are still a few things we don't know, mm-hmm. believe it or not. So mm-hmm. those are all the things we like to share each week on the Screenplay Writers Podcast. And this is episode 35, and we're thrilled to be here. Nathan, you seen any good movies lately? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, yeah. You know, I feel like I need to spend a bit more time maybe... Not just reading screenplays and writing screenplays, but also watching the occasional film. Yeah, we should really work that into our schedule. Because we don't really watch a lot of movies. No, no, um, not really. We we read quite a few and uh, do a lot of brainstorming, yeah. a lot of ideas about screenplays. But I'll read movie reviews occasionally, and yeah. that feels like enough. Yeah, that's something. That's I think something. that's something, because we're getting a good sense of what's out there the feel for a screenplay and what's out there and the list of, of, of screenplays and we check out the box office just to see what's hot right now and yep that helps too but um yeah you know i've <clears throat> been reading a ton lately of uh of screenplays short and long and uh really getting a feel for what's a page turner you yeah know, what's what 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 turns the pages for me yep um and today Speaking of page turners, today on the Screenplay Writers Podcast, we're going to talk about musicals. Musicals. Yeah. Movies with music. Movies with music and singing where they break into song. Yes. That's kind of the defining characteristic, I would say. Yes. You would expect the characters just to be talking, let's say, but uh, it's a classic suspension of disbelief uh, situation where... Of course, people don't communicate by singing in real life, usually, but in some films they do. It's sort of an artistic statement, sort of an artistic expression, a way of communicating the story and information. Yeah, and I wonder if that's like maybe maybe there's something to say about the people who write musicals. Neither of us ever have. Well, we've written five or six. We haven't finished them completely, but... Yeah, I've only done five drafts of uh, of my my screenplay, The Ratchelor. Yeah, which is about a rat bachelor, and that's a musical. It's a musical, yeah, yeah, yeah. singing rats. Um, but I've only of, done five drafts of it, so I wouldn't. Is say it like it's a finished. dream? Picturing it like a DreamWorks type. DreamWorks type, yeah, DreamWorks type. Um, claymation though. Claymation. DreamWorks. DreamWorks like aesthetic. a tim- Okay. I was thinking like a Wes Anderson Fox, uh, Fantastic Mixer Fox. Oh. Meets uh, Ratatouille. <laughs> meets our screenplay, Gym Rats. Nice. It's sort of the sequel to Gym Rats, actually. 
after lifting weights and gaining a lot of muscle due to their hard work, which is the, the main logline of uh, gym rats, one of the gym rats um, moves out on his own, and he's the ratchler. He's a rat bachelor and looking is gym, for love. Is gym rats clamation? Gym rats was live action. So it's okay, sort of a nice so, spin-off choice. Yeah, yeah, so kind of a development of that, I guess. I guess yeah. So that's The Ratchler. It is a musical though, and musicals, you know, we get a lot of private DMs and private messages and emails uh sent to individual individuals that uh ask us to talk about musicals. Surprisingly. Yeah. Musical theater geeks. Yeah, mostly. Yeah. Mostly not average people. Um, kind of which weirdos is fine. on the fringe of society. Which, which is what we are. Yeah. Which I'm, is what we yeah, are. Yeah, I mean, so all we, artists are, but musical theater people are kind of, they're strange. I like them. They're great. Let's talk about musicals. Um, so so this is my thing that I that I like about musicals. Have the characters be have a reason for them to be good at singing. For example, uh, have you ever heard of like uh, uh, hairspray? I've heard of it. I think in that one I've they are it. singers. Okay, I see. maybe I'm wrong. But so th- did you say have an excuse to make them not good singers or good? No, singers? just have a reason. Just I don't like musicals where it's like an unrelated thing, and then they are breaking out in song. I see. For example, the perfect example of this: High School Musical. There's a musical in. The high school. Yeah. And so it's like, there's a reason for the music to exist. Why? Because they're in high school music class. Yes. Okay. And they, and when they do songs, the songs reflect their I own see. feelings, but it makes sense. I mean, and, but they're not really because there's the basketball one, but they, it is kind of like they're doing a musical. So it makes sense why they'd be singing right. about music. So what about the sound of music? Don't like it. Classic uh, musical. One of the best screenplays ever written. Right. By a mile. But you know, I can. So, We're in Canada, so, bud. So the uh, the uh, the idea of the sound of music is there's the governess is teaching music basics, you yeah. know, as she's looking after this the the, the family yeah. bond trap. So would you say, in some senses, there is a reason there that they're singing? Yeah, she's teaching them music, but not every song is about that. Well, yeah, and then there's also that part with her hello, farewell, we love da, 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 da. It's like, why was that a song? Well, Wouldn't that you was just a say song goodbye? because they they. Uh, they were singing to welcome the Baroness, Baroness Schrader. Yeah. So, wait a second. Is that how the... No, no, no. That was where they were singing at the party. party. Yeah. Yes, the party. So, the, again, there's a reason that they're singing. Sure, and but it's just kind of unnatural in my opinion. It's natural? It's unnatural. Well, that's, again, where you have to suspend your disbelief. I guess it's that's... just hard for me to suspend my disbelief about right, this sort of thing. Right, right, right. But yet, l- lunch lady undercover, you're fine with where yeah. you have uh, Mark Ruffalo dressing up as a lunch lady to spend more time with his kids. The forty-two minutes they get for lunch every day. Yeah, I think that makes perfect sense. Okay, and I don't okay. think you have no, to suspend fair. any disbelief because I think that parents would go the extra km for their kids, and also. The costume that he's wearing, the disguise, is very, very good. It's very real. Okay, it's very, no, very fair. real. That's fair enough. I 
see where you're coming from that this is just a good window into your some of your thought process i think and <laughs> it's good for readers and listeners of the podcast to hear different perspectives which is um, shout out to the readers we've been pre- <laughs> we've been writing out every, all of our, the dialogue that we have and posting it as a pdf on our yeah. website check it out transcriptions by screenplay writers podcast we're trying to monetize that has not happened yeah it has not happened just yet But musicals are really great because they are It is interesting. Engaging. I just looked over and we're only seven minutes in. Only an hour eight. An <laughs> hour hour eight. eight. I mean, uh, I, just had I f- could talk about musicals all day. So <laughs> Let's I'm go not on. I'm not worried. What's the one that came out just last year with Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling? La La Land. La La Land. So that was a classic suspension of disbelief movie because... Yes. Because Ryan Gosling knows jazz in that movie. But they never said that he didn't know singing. Well, anyway, the suspension of disbelief that was the most suspenseful is um, him playing jazz piano. (laughs) It just, he looks like he's never touched a piano in his entire life. And that, uh, once you get past that, uh, it's a great screenplay and a fantastic film. Yeah, I liked it. I actually, actually, you know what? Who cares? I, I don't know why I'm, I said all that earlier stuff. I'll stand by it, but in this one, I liked it. So I guess, and I guess she is a performer, uh, but I don't know. There was funny moments in the movie. I liked when the, uh, when he's playing the 80s cover band, he's clearly, clearly doesn't like it. Right. I thought that was kind of right. funny. Cause he's yeah. at the party and he's yeah. kind of lame, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, he needs to make a little coin on the side. A little coin. And yeah. don't we all? Do we all? And she works in a cafe in that one, in a in a well, Hollywood lot, and we work in a cafe. It's not in a Hollywood lot, but it's on a Vancouver street. That's right, and that's why we've put together Excel Pow Power Bars and uh, other products. Let's just say, um, yeah, other products. Excel Pow Power Bars are spelling quite well, which <sighs> is great. It's an we have to work out a deal with Fire Hall because I you know what I have a feeling is going to happen. Tell me. They're going to run away with the recipe. They can't because we haven't told them what it is. And they'll never find out. They can reverse engineer. No. Because the power bars are kind of loose so they could take apart everything and kind of figure it all out. People have tried to figure out every ingredient and... They're always wrong. They're always slightly wrong. Now, we've told people what four or five of the ingredients are, but there's a couple magic ones that people will never get. And, and, And guess what? It's not just the ingredients... It's the proportions, mm-hmm. which we measure carefully on a scale. On a ne- scale to the to the hundredth of a gram. Mm-hmm. That's how accurate we are, um, and that's what makes Dialogue. the power bars Character third tied for third Jokes. best in the city with relentless power bars, which uh, I've heard are having some trouble Story. lately. Mm-hmm. Weddings. Um, so we're we went over to their factory and we're kind of listening to see if we could have any yeah, security conversations. Yeah, looked in the window too. Yeah, structure. Uh, but, uh, but anyway, Pages. musicals are Typing. fun. You know, they they can yes. be comedies, they can be mysteries. Uh, you know, yeah. any other Mark genre can, can be combined with a musical. Yeah, Character. I'd love to see a driller musical. And that would be three. Uh, three genres in one. Which is unheard of, almost. Which is unheard of, but I think we should almost try it. Yeah. A dramatic thriller musical 
Um, yeah. You can yeah. also see musicals on stage. They don't have to be movies right. necessarily. That's true. Yeah, and they're, they're fun too because you get that live experience. What if someone slips and falls? What, yeah. You know, how are they going to sound today? It's it's a yeah. great experience. I always wonder if they're just like, what if they're not in the mood to sing? You know? Yeah. I, I, guess what? I don't feel like it today. I'm Has sure that happens. That? All the time. And then they just have to deal with it. So that's kind of cool about theater. Yeah. It's like when we go to a theater and sometimes I feel like I just don't feel like being here today yeah. and just leave. But, yeah, we uh, do that a lot. Yeah, we've thrown out so many theater tickets. Yeah, we get we get to the snack. We're waiting in. It's always it's kind of a cool moment, though, because when we're waiting in the snack aisle to get our popcorn and we have tickets to go see the latest film, and we, can't, we both just look at each other. And it's a long line. It's a busy theater. And we thought, forget it. Should we just go home? Let's go do some writing. Yeah, and then we just go home and we write. Pull out the old whiteboard. Yep. Yeah. Let's do script surgery. Scalpel. Dialogue. Character development. Today on script surgery, which is the time in this podcast where we uh, pull apart a screenplay and sew it back together with renewed uh, uh, systems inside, just like a surgeon. Today we are going to talk about... Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1. Yeah, Hunger Games, The Hunger Games, Mockingjay Part 1. Quite a screenplay, quite a screenplay. And the reason we picked this one was because, you know, we thought of all the screenplays out there that could be musicals, why wasn't this? This had every, yeah, I... I, so I thought this was a musical going in. We both right, did. Yeah. Uh, we we both because a Mockingjay mo- sounds like something that would be singing. Exactly. And we were both waiting for them to kind of break into the first song. And it, there were so many points where they would say a line of dialogue, and then I was expecting, and then music would come in. I was like, right. okay, now they're gonna start singing, and they just never did. Yeah. It was strange. Uh, it was unsettling for sure. Yeah. And it sucks. It sucks to be in that sort of to have that sort of experience. To be honest. It's funny because as as you're saying, you we um, we would hear this that first line of dialogue, which sounded like the first line of a a, a song, and then we would in, instinctively both of us would say another following line that rhymed with the first one, mm-hmm. as if we're just writing the song off the top of our heads, which does happen quite often. We write pieces of dialogue and improve things here and there, you know, as we're watching a, a screen. Play on film. So with Mockingjay Part 1, The Hunger Games, um, it just felt like this should be a musical. It's got drama. It's got some excitement. It's got some great characters. It's it, got a great plot. It almost is a driller musical. It's a, It could be. It's a driller that could have been a musical so easily. You know what's interesting is that sometimes they'll take existing movies and then turn them into a musical. Have yeah. you heard of this? Uh, give me an example. Legally Blonde, School of Rock. Oh, yeah. School of Rock. I mean, that's, that's a that's a rock and movie. That, Is that, it a musical originally? No, I don't think I would call that a musical. It's just a a, a screenplay with uh, musical elements, and there are songs in there, but it's definitely not a musical where they're communicating by song. I guess that is the difference. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's a good movie though. If you want to be the teacher's pet, right? Yeah, it's that. That's a perfect one to convert to a musical. Yeah, and the only screenplay out there that's more perfectly suited to be converted would be The Hunger Games: Mockingjay Part One. Exactly, which is just yeah, ripe and ready for uh, musicalization. 
So we have got started on that, and we're going to be done that screenplay very soon. Nathan and I have been uh, co-writing it. It's uh, We're at uh, page 125 right now, and yeah, it's, it's a long one, but it's going to be good. Yeah, it's been a lot longer because you have the songs and stuff. And yeah, uh, exactly. Extra scenes. and Yeah, that's the thing about musicals is that they can be a bit longer. Two yeah. and a half hours is no problem for a, a musical. Let's do Logline Cage Match. Logline Cage Match, where we pitch each other ideas and, and give each other no-holds-barred feedback. It's a great opportunity for us to kind of share what we've been working on and to really simulate what a pitch session would be in front of a high-level executive. So today on Logline Cage Match, I'm going to pitch a concept that I've been bandying about in my mind. It's called The Shocking Conclusion. It's the perfect movie title because viewers will be eagerly anticipating the end all the way through. If the ending has a huge surprise twist, it lived up to the name. If there's no twist at all, that, in effect, would be the shocking conclusion. So I think I have constructed the perfect screenplay title. Now, I don't have a plot, characters, or any ideas about how this movie is going to play out. Just the title for now, but that's all I need to get started. Exactly. That's a great idea. That's really awesome. Thanks. Yeah, so you see how it works. It's called the shocking conclusion. Yeah. And either way, if it's shocking, then 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 people will have been shocked because it's a shocking conclusion. And if it's not shocking, that too will be shocking because people were expecting it a huge twist surprise. You can't lose. You can't do anything no. wrong basically with yeah. this. It's just it's perfect. Wow, that's a great idea. Thanks. We should do more of stuff like that. You could have like the romantic lead. Right. And then you're expecting the lead to be really romantic. But if it if it is or isn't, it doesn't matter because it could be a little exactly. an ironic, sarcastic. Yeah, he's real romantic. Right. Not. Right. And guess what? It's a musical. <gasps> well, that brings us to the end of this episode of Screenplay Writers Podcast, episode 35. It's been an absolute pleasure, Nathan, as always. You bet. Uh, musicals, everybody. Get out there and start writing a musical. Just do it. Put you have a specific challenge on a musical base, DM us. We'll read it on the pod. Yeah, DM us. We'll, we'll write the music for you if you want. I, most people know I record and write the music to this podcast, so I could do it. Cheap, too. Anyway, as always... I'm still doing graphic design, and I haven't really picked up any clients, but if you are interested, I do it. for. Uh, it's, I wouldn't say cheap, but fair pricing for the market value. Fantastic. Right on. Well, we will see you next week. As always, keep your dialogue snappy. Always keep writing. Yeah.